This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. There is nothing wrong with your radio. Do not attempt to adjust the frequency. We are controlling transmission. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind to the outer limit frequency. Good evening, my name is Sam. My name is Ricardo. And this is the Outer Limit Frequency. And we would like to dedicate this episode to the memory of Jimmy Rafe. As another year comes to a close, we get used to seeing all of these awards shows, the going out to movies, TV shows, music, and more. We also see a whole lot of Spotify wrapped and things of this sort, which I'm sick of, but might have participated in. So being the unoriginal millennials that we are, we decided to jump on the bandwagon and do our own little awards show, shouting out some of the best artists, songs, and albums of 2021. And our first award is for Best New Zealand Album. Troy Kingy is on a one-man mission to do all of music with his 101010 project. Black Sea Golden Ladder is the halfway point in the series and sees Kingy teaming up with Littleton's Delaney Davidson. Despite being the folk album of the series, they really play with the different ways that folkiness can manifest. The album is themed around stages of human life, from cradle to the grave, which lends itself well to everything from tender ballads to wrought protest songs. You can really hear Davidson's input on some of the harder and twangier numbers, like Hunt Down Happiness, a haunted backward stomper with more than a little bit of desert rock mixed into the heady brew. Our best New Zealand album for the year is Troy Kingy with Black Sea, Golden Ladder, and this is Hunt Down Happiness. Deep in the world, they see from the lookout Little baby falling to the soft eyes Reach for the knife And reach for the spigot Yeah. 
debut was an easy one for me here because none have left an impression quite like Devora. Described as outlaw pop, Devora would be comfortable alongside other very dirty sounding anti-pop artists such as Dorothy or Poppy. Her debut EP, Outlaw, also has a digital graphic novel to go along with it, much like what Poppy has done before. And honestly, it's uncanny how many similarities there are. I can definitely see her going her own way, though, and I hope she does, because from the small taste we've had so far, her sound is absolutely something worth exploring further. This is Not Dead Yet.
and now the award for best clean vocal performance. And in a year with some very strong contenders for this title, it would take something exceptional to be a clear front runner. Something exceptional comes to us from avant-garde R&B artist Xenia Rubinos. Her latest record, Una Rosa, shows off her many vocal and musical talents, which are on full display in the song Don't Put Me In Red. The track is constantly shifting in tone and form, from soulful to somber to sassy, and each change shows off another facet to Xenia's intriguing voice and the musical persona that accompanies it. There's a very pointed message underneath her shape-shifting metaphors, which provides a bottomless well of subtext for her pleas and taunts. It's a powerful piece anchored by a performance well and truly worthy of this accolade. Best vocal performance of a clean nature goes to Don't Put Me In Red by Xenia Rubinos.
And now for best unclean vocals. There are really a few options for best unclean vocals for this past year. Rob Zombie had a brilliant release with the Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy, but he didn't exactly push himself vocally. Gojira, on the other hand, with their album Fortitude, led the way for a large part of the year, because Joe Duplantier is an absolute beast here. However, come August, there was a new contender, and and I'm going to apologize for the pronunciation right now, Tatiana Shmaliuk of Ginger, with their album Wallflowers. For me, these two are tied as far as unclean vocals go. Tatiana obviously has the advantage, though, with her overall versatility, effortlessly switching between her demonic screams and her much sweeter drawl. So, for 2021, she takes the spot as best unclean vocals. This is Vortex.
and now the award for best cover. 2021 was the year of the tribute album. Metallica's Blacklist Project redefined overdoing it, and A Problem of Leisure was a joyous and varied celebration of Andy Gill and Gang of Four. Some artists even appeared on both albums. I'm looking at you, idols. But there's another tribute album I'd like to talk about. When 11-year-old Nell Smith met her heroes, The Flaming Lips, in 2018, there was no way to know that just three years later she'd be releasing her first album in collaboration with those same Flaming Lips. And the entire album would be covers of, of all people, Nick Cave. The idea being that a 14-year-old girl in the year 2021 could approach Cave's work without getting bogged down in the legacy and baggage that it carries, making her interpretations more innocent and pure, maybe. Nell's take on the heartbreaking girl in Amber has received praise from the highest authority on the subject, Nick Cave himself. Ms. Smith certainly found a unique way into becoming a recording artist and considered me interested to see where her story goes from here. So, for our award for best cover, this is Nell and Flaming Lips, Girl and Amber from Where the Viaduct Looms. If you want me to 
And now for our most pleasant surprise. Sometimes a release comes out of nowhere, and when you see it, you just instantly think it's going to be a non-event at best. So it's always nice when it completely subverts all expectations and is actually a good and pleasant surprise. For 2021, there has been no surprise as pleasant as when Billy Idol released his EP, The Roadside. The dude has been largely ignored for the best part of 30 years, even though Devil's Playground was actually pretty good. And it's just nice to see that he's still Billy Idol after all this time. The song Bitter Taste brings back all the best parts of his slower songs like Eyes Without a Face. And I just know that Billy Idol worshipping 16-year-old me would be absolutely stoked. Let's just ignore his Christmas album, though, that he's also released. So this is Bitter Taste. The Bitter Taste Oh my tongue
There's a million ways to die Should've left me way back Should've left me way back By the roadside It's a bitter taste And now the award for Biggest Disappointment because I'm compelled to mention that it wasn't all masterpieces this year. There have been a few clunkers, and the clunkers clunk that much harder when you were really looking forward to them. Because I've been waiting since 2013 for a new album from Tomahawk, and Tonic Immobility was not the album I was waiting for. You see, I should have known there was something rotten here. There were some clues. The two singles were pedestrian as could be, and even the album title feels like it was spat out by a very bored algorithm. But I will play you Sidewinder from Tonic Immobility, because it's literally the only one that stands out for being a little bit different or interesting. I'm not angry, just very disappointed. 2021 was not Mike Patton's finest hour. So for biggest disappointment, this is Tomahawk.
And now for best live album. There has been a huge amount of great live albums released over the past year. In fact, out of all of the categories for tonight, this is the most difficult to name. We've had Oasis, Imperial Triumphant, Epica, King Cruel, Post Animal, Lacuna Coil, and two from Devin Townsend, just to name a few. And because this is me, it was by default going to go to Devi. However, another former feature artist of ours, Avor, had one release that, in my opinion, topped them all. Because more than any of the others, it shows how absolutely incredible an artist she is. And that's against Devin Townsend. Sile Live in Concert was recorded in 2020, but got an album released this year. And while it's not as long as I would have liked, it's pretty bloody great. So, this is Troll Abundant.
And now the King Gizzard Award for Work Ethic, which of course is awarded to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Because while it has become more common for artists to indulge their fans with frequent releases these days, King Gizzard have made it a part of their DNA. After all, this is a band that has released 18 studio albums in just 10 years, five of those in 2018 alone. This year saw the completion of their microtonal trilogy with LW in February, and they also released, and I'm quoting the band here, the least danceable electronic album ever made with Butterfly 3000 in June. And they've already announced a massive remix project that's dropping early next year and are apparently handing out copies of another unreleased record at concerts. Technically, someone could beat King Gizzard for this honour in any given year, but they'd have to work really hard to do it. So from LW, this is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with Static Electricity. Oh, 
and now the Devin Townsend Award for Most Personal Release. There are a few artists out there who so completely embody something that we've decided to name some awards in their honour. So in case you haven't been paying any attention, I quite like Devin Townsend. And one thing he does very well is how he just wears his heart on his sleeve. The dude comes across as one of the most down-to-earth and nice people in music and hasn't been shy about his struggles with mental health. This also comes across in his music, with a decent amount of his songs or albums being a reflection of his mental state at the time. This year, as well as his two live releases, he also released two studio albums, which seemed to play out as his state of mind over the last year. Dealing with COVID lockdowns, it's been a rough time for musical artists, especially the majority who rely on and enjoy the touring aspect. So Devin Townsend brought us Snuggle, which seems to be a more at-peace album, maybe accepting this current state of affairs. Then the other is The Puzzle, which... Yeah, it's anything but accepting. It's confused, messy, and just plain weird in all the best ways. Both of these albums are deeply personal. So, our inaugural Devin Townsend Award for Most Personal Release, of course, goes to both of these albums. From Snuggle, this is Blue Dot.
just to finish off this episode, we are each going to pick our song of the year. And when it comes to songs that sum up 2021 in music, to me, there really is only one choice. Hailing from Dunedin Otepati, from the Table for Two EP, this is Night Lunch with House Full of Shit. Make sure you watch the video too. I just want to be clear our song of the year is not actually the best song of the year it is as ricardo alluded to the song that has summed up the year for us and 2021 has been a weird year much like 2020 we've all been dealing with some pretty serious uncertainty over everything 
and I'm not going to weigh in on my opinions and all of it because honestly, I'm sick of it, as I'm sure we all are. There have been, of course, the good times mixed in with the bad, and it seems that we're all focusing on the bad, which, yeah, that sucks. You can't escape it, and certainly it causes anxiety triggers. So we need a song to sum up 2021, right? Well, let's make it a bit lighthearted. Throughout 2021, one artist has made me laugh more than any other and stands alongside Auntie Donna as Funniest Australians. And that man is Tom Cardi. His YouTube videos are hilariously awkward, and I'm just so glad he turned it all into a proper release. So anyway, my song to sum up 2021 by Tom Cardi. This is Why Am I Anxious? I just woke up, should I drink water and stretch? I'm gonna drink three cups of coffee and smoke a cigarette instead. And then I'll go on social media until it's dinner time. Yeah, smoke some weed and then I binge eat. Then I got a little time to complain online. I'm anxious. Ooh, it's a mystery. What could it be? Possibly it's all your apathy. Why am I anxious? Hey baby, I'm self-aware, I got that headspace up, because I care If you talk in the world, don't mean shit, if just like this guy You're a hypocrite Who you calling hypocrite? I'm a fucking martyr, I'm giving up sugar and no milk products either Still feel anxious, it's just not fair for someone like me So self-aware You're not self-aware, you're a big dumb fuck with a dumb fuck face if you're so smart, why am I sad? Because twice a week you get on the bag. Well, maybe it's that. It's definitely that. Do I need more hugs? Stop taking drugs. I guess we'll never know for sure. Yes, we will, motherfucker. It's because why am I anxious? You only sleep four hours a ah, night. Why am I anxious? You never ever. Ah, that was rhetorical. You just post a photo of yourself without a shirt on And the caption, can anybody tell me? Even though I ask, I don't want to know I want to get better but slow Why am I anxious? I know what's good for me Except everything Oh, I think that could be it Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon. Head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more.